do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 182. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I am here. I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. Unlike Jared, I denounce violence against all peoples. Eh? <laughs> well, I yes, just because I didn't get a chance to do it yet, but of course... No, 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 you're already guilty. Of course I denounce violence against all peoples, except people I don't like. That's okay. Uh, but hey... Well, don't You're let, taking a stand. I appreciate that. Don't let that distract you from the fact that we got us a uh, a minority to show you just how uh, diverse we are. And I'm, of course, speaking of Mr. Uh, Lucio Lorenzino. Yes, I'm here destroying your Confederate monuments. I know that Jay technically qualifies as a minority as well, but he doesn't sound like one. So Yeah, I and, and I have like 12% Irish DNA, so officially no longer minority. Yeah. I was going to say, I think there are plenty of people from New York. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> All right, um, I we got games to talk about, but it feels wrong to just jump right into it. Did anything? I don't even think any news happened this week. It feels like oh, plenty of news happened. We don't want to talk about it. Well, no, obviously, obviously, like <laughs> national news. Like, yeah, I'm aware of that. But do you think any of those guys like games? Actually, here, there we go. Okay. Uh, Probably they actually all like games. So, yeah. Okay. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys a picture of the white nationalists, and I want you to tell me what you think. Uh, we'll just we'll just start with the four guys in the front row, uh, from left to right. I want you to tell me uh, what each of their what each of their favorite games are. What do you think? What do you think yeah, that guy the on the left's favorite game is? What are uh, four Trevor's favorite games? <laughs> <laughs> they see. <laughs> Uh, what what did you say, Lucio? Day Z. Oh, Day Z. That's a very good choice. Okay, so Day Z. Uh, the guy to his the the guy uh, next one over, next one from the left, holding the green dildo in this photo. E obviously. E, what'd you say? E obviously. Oh, that's an interesting choice. I was gonna go. Start- I would. I I would have said War of Rights. I was gonna go Starcraft, but League actually <laughs> no, makes a lot more sense. That's the guy in the center. Yeah, that's a League. The, of, the, the guy in the black shirt. That's a League of Legends player for sure. You can actually tell because he's he, out there protesting, and I'm sure he's actually not mad about race <laughs> diversity in America. I'm sure he's actually more mad about how bullshit like lanes are or something. <laughs> the fucking feeding. Or or something Riot did. Maybe he got banned for cheating. Uh, I, and so, I'm sorry. So, uh, black shirt guy in the center. What's his favorite game? I said, what are rights? I think nothing that one is. And these all look like Overwatch I, players to me. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the guy in the far right. The, I was going to say World of Warcraft with the middle guy. Except the guy with the sick mustache in the background. He's never played a video game in his life. He just looks confused. I think he just saw like a crowd and decided to go along. He <laughs> no, just that looks guy, like whatever. That guy's favorite game is Criminal Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sure. sense. Uh, and then Dude on the right, that's an easy one. Uh, two worlds, two. Oh, I was gonna say command and conquer. <laughs> um, hey, you want to know what game none of these guys like? What's that? Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, they probably all do hate Wolfenstein. You see why? Why they wouldn't? Because it's a first-person shooter, and that teaches <laughs> violence. And they're very also close. they don't. Yeah, they, they are. Categorically, we know for a fact, historically, Nazis are categorically opposed to violence. They're very against it. 
Also, well, they the find is, historical uh, the fiction from, to be insulting to the narrative of uh, human events. The guy events. from Wolfenstein right, doesn't right. have a permit, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a permit to kill all those Nazis. He was a right. bad. He was a bad BJ Blaskowitz or whatever. Blackowitz. Blackowitz. Blastowitz would have been even better because he's blasting people away. That's pretty good. I know what we're changing your name to. Blowing out of the water. <laughs> Jared Blastowitz. Actually, I'd probably That's a great name. I'd probably take that. I'm thinking JB Blasowitz. Oh yeah. <laughs> JB was my grandpa's name. Don't do That's that. Good. What was it? What was it short for? John. I actually don't know. Probably John Bonet. I'm pretty sure the first one was for Joseph. Ah, that's better than John uh, Bonet. Yeah, <laughs> John Bonet. A lot of negative J. connotations with that name now. J. B. Brown. <laughs> J. B. The J sounded standard for J. B. <laughs> J. Standard J. B. Uh, mystery solved. Mystery of my grandfather solved. I actually don't know very much about my uh, uh, my grandfather. That's why, like, like I was told I might be part Irish, uh, but I've got like for decades. He just made that up. You were talking a lot of shit about Irish grandpa. You, I think you owe him an apology. Uh, that's true. I do owe Irish grandpa an apology. It turns out we were Irish, so I, I am sorry, Irish grandpa, wherever you are now, uh, which isn't on earth. Oh, it's okay, Jay. I forgive you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on the net. You can hear him from heaven, you can. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. I'm glad all this oh, forgiven. Oh no, I did not go to heaven. I didn't. <laughs> oh no, hell! I don't think Irish people get to go there. Ah, somewhere near there, my boy. Oh, purgatory. <laughs> I see. You okay, got it. Fair enough. I see. Well, that's what we get not, for being Irish. Enough, huh, Grandpa? That's what you get for all being too Catholic. Doing all this. As it turns out, the Zoroastrians <laughs> are the ones. <laughs> Well, I could have told you that. Their story is the only one that makes a lick of sense. Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah, with the internet, we all know that now, but it was a different time. Yeah, I can just Google it. Actually, if I Google what church is true, what do you think comes up? Take your guesses. Scientology. Uh, they feel yeah, like they're like the ones who have the best advertising. Uh, 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 actually, oh, man, good Quakers. job. Good job, LDS. LDS uh, comes right through at the top when you type which church is true. Of oh, course. We gotta go. You're in Utah. Let me see if I was from a real state. Uh, that's actually not a bad point. Yeah, that's true. I should use some kind of like... Uh, well, maybe... Does DuckDuckGo take your location into account? Because I thought they didn't collect any of your stuff. Which church? First thing that came in for me was the one true church, which is an Assyrian church in the east. Uh, DuckDuckGo mm. changes it to... Roman Catholic, it looks like. Ha, in your face. Which race <laughs> is superior? Well, you know, on, on top of that, if you type amazing in... Amazing race. If you type in which race is, the Google autocomplete does say superior. Well, yeah, yeah of course it does. What else are you going to ask? Coolest? Well, obviously the... Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, go figure. The master race shows up. When you search for that, I think we can all. I think we can all agree that Polynesians are the coolest. Which yeah, race is coolest cool. returns twelve coolest nationalities by CNN. Oh Thanks, yeah, CNN. Uh, Thanks, guys. What in Jamaica is like first or something? Like that? So we got Turks, Belgians, really Nepalese. 
Ah, the Nepalese. Australians, Chinese. All right, what's number oh, did one? You, why did you say that with like such a vile voice? Have you been in Charlottesville? <laughs> Yeah. Like, is that like what you were made today, Michael? Chinese. <laughs> oh, they say the Brazilians are the coolest. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's have you ever seen Carnival? In fact, that's that's the picture they have is from Carnival. Oh, okay, I would have so just put up like... a picture of Blanca. Oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Carnival over over, uh, over Blanca. Whatever. <laughs> what about Blanca in Carnival? Ooh. That's a fun time. Hey, speaking of international shit, I had a chorty pun today. A what? Chorty pun? Okay. Oh, a chorty pun. What's yeah. that? It's a chorizo sausage made into a sandwich. Yep. Oh. That does sound pretty good. So, you Lucio, I actually I I just had a hot dog. You. You, you had the same thing, Terry. <laughs> pretty much. But... Almost. <laughs> So, Lucio, I had a question for you because yeah. it claimed it was Argentinian, although I'm pretty sure the guy was Peruvian. Mine came with a garlicky mayonnaise as a as a spread. Is that right? Mayonnaise? Yeah. I mean, the chimichurri is usually the thing we have it with, but it's not, it doesn't have mayonnaise. It's uh, oil-based. Well, mayonnaise is oil-based. No, 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 but there's, there's no eggs. There, there shouldn't be anything white in it. Oh, it's definitely had a white dressing. Like I'm pretty sure it was. Like it wasn't real. It wasn't real Argentinian. You stuff. got fucking ripped off, it's, son. Yeah, man. I you had go, a go, suspicion. You go and Wait, you. Go so up. what are you doing? What are you doing eating Argentinian food that a Peruvian says you should be eating Peruvian food hey, that Argentinian hey, dude, Beggars can't be choosers. He's lucky he found something that wasn't a hamburger. <laughs> we actually have a lot of Peruvian restaurants in Salt Lake. They're pretty good. Peruvian's pretty great. Well, now, now right for now. your revenge, Michael, you need to go to a Peruvian place that's staffed by Argentinians. <gasps> you know what you there should you do? Go. You should oh, make they him. Make me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you should make him some poutine and tell him it's an American delicacy. That'll be your revenge. Why would I make him poutine if I'm? No, I meant Michael to to get, oh, my, okay, to get right. back at this True. evil Peruvian get back, man who yeah. sold him this Argentinian lie. We'll make hash browns with shredded cheese and bologna on top. There you go. Oh, God. Nailed it. <laughs> Stomach hurts. Num, num, I, num. I could go for some, like, authentic poutine right now, but it would take me 12 hours to get there. I think I actually want the Peruvian food. Uh, it would take me longer to get to Peru, though. Yeah. Wait, really? In New York? Jay wants to travel to the mother countries for all <laughs> his dishes. He doesn't, he doesn't eat yeah. other foods that aren't <laughs> from that country directly. Like Jay hasn't had a shepherd's pie since, well, I guess since the last time he uh, traveled abroad. I was going to say, because I can just walk like, to Peruvian food from here. So I'd imagine month. Jay probably has Peruvian food in his house. Uh, well, close, close enough. <laughs> he has uh, food that has been cooked by his Peruvian slave. That's different. Do they give you that? I, he... I, I, I was, I was uh, hanging out with a Peruvian girl for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. were actually. Yeah. Was she hot? Was... Yes. No, actually. Michael, she was hideous. <laughs> I mean, I like, understand like, if she like, was. It's like you, uh, you got your Asians mixed in with your South Americans. You got like two of the hottest people on the planet. And you like spill that into a beaker and something 
happened. Yeah, she was hot. That's the end of that. I can't mind a punchline. Nice. <laughs> you try. Doesn't even need a joke. <laughs> this is this is what I look like now that I heard that. I'm making that motion. Anyway. Nice. No, Jared, uh, not both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... They'll, they'll both fall off. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Peruvian people. How about that, huh? They're pretty great. Yep. Good, Actually, good job, Peruvian people. Before we leave this subject, I do have a question for Lucio. Lucio, do you have you ever seen this thing where you go into a restaurant and they just give you, like, corn... In a bowl as like your. I think that's Peruvian. A Peruvian restaurant, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. and they give you this corn in a bowl. Well, they'll always yeah. they'll always bring you out like this like dressing thing with it. They actually do it in Peru too. Are you supposed to dip the corn in the dressing and <laughs> eat it? No. What are you supposed to do with it? Ah, <laughs> what's, what's the purpose of the dressing, <laughs> and why is it there at the same time as the corn? It's also supposed to bring you a bread to put with the dressing. Oh, so I dip but, the bread really? in the dressing. Right. Oh, we've never gotten bread. What? What? What's up with that? They, just, I don't know. Ask your youth and fucking counterfeit Peruvian. Because I don't see anything to do. There's only two things on the table. There's corn and dressing, and I've never seen anything to do but dip the corn in the dressing. <laughs> I don't we know. We actually got to do a pretty serious spat about this. I don't know. What I else. don't think I ever seen the Peruvians dip the corn in the dressing, but I will. I will gather intelligence at work tomorrow and get back to you guys. Yeah, I would actually really appreciate that because this was a subject of great contention. Michael has a lot that, of that's just like that. That's happened in my family before. Um, where you did you the corn? The corn in the, in the no, we never did that. Not that specifically. <laughs> I'm talking about where you would have like a meal at at some other, you know, uh, uh, some other uh, country, some some other country, you can take their food and then have a debate about how you're supposed to eat that food. Um, so like, over chop suey and your parents are dueling with the chopsticks? No, but like... <laughs> Something, when, you know, I, I had one, it was like, um, uh, there was one res- restaurant, one Japanese restaurant we went to, and my sister and my dad got these um, uh, sake akirobos, uh, you know, it's like the... Um, raw salmon and like the salmon eggs the salmon roll mm-hmm. um and like they had this huge debate and my sister was like you're not supposed to mix the two ingredients and my dad's like no you're supposed to mix it uh because it's like a korean bowl and <laughs> you mix it all up and eat it and all that kind of stuff and they were just bouncing this back and forth for like 15 minutes while they ate i didn't know food could get that serious well this is kind of like how if you go to you guys know how when you go to an indian restaurant you're supposed to uh, take the naan and put it on your. Uh, you, you set it down and you put your curry and your rice in it and then you roll it up like a burrito and eat that, right? My, yeah, yeah. My family doesn't even do that, and it's, it's fucking embarrassing. I take them to the Indian restaurant and you know the waiters are staring they at don't us. Make the burri- they don't make the burrito. They don't make the burrito. The, the, burrito. the whole the whole wait staff staring and pointing at us because they look like a bunch of fucking idiots. So where do they put their guacamole? Well, you have to bring your own if you're <laughs> if you're gonna do that. Uh, but but you know I just, well that's also embarrassing. I just can't believe it. You know it's a fucking joke uh, that they that you can't take them anywhere. So anyway, we don't go to the we don't go to the Indian places anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. It's better for everyone. Their yeah. cheeseburgers are terrible anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. They don't they don't do a good job on that one. Guys, did you hear the news? 
What's the news? What's happening? Wait, what I, the fuck were we talking about? Yeah, I what? couldn't. I couldn't fucking believe it either. And I think you guys may not actually believe me when I tell you this, but um, someone Try made me. someone made a good Sonic game. And yeah, it, wasn't, shit. it wasn't Sonic Team. That's true. Yeah, it wasn't Sonic Team. No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that was all we had to do to get a good Sonic game was just not let Sonic Team work on it. Don't let Sonic Team take do it away anymore. from the Sonic people. If you just, oh my God! If you don't let them make Sonic anymore, everything works out pretty well. Um, <laughs> pretty interesting because it was two modders that Sega just went like fucking hired to make. Can, can I say? Can I say on the note uh, with like Sonic Team? The first thing I was glad to see that the Sonic Mania didn't fucking have was that goddamn homing dash attack. Oh my god. Like, even in, like, the 2D Sonics, they insisted on that homing dash, and it fucked up the game so goddamn much. I hate that homing attack so fucking much. Yeah, it's, uh... (laughs) So, here's the best part. Sonic Mania is here, and it's a uh, 2D... Uh, pixely, uh, basically love letter to the old Genesis games. Uh, plays just like them, almost identically. Um, and then, in just a few more weeks, we will have uh, Sonic Forces, which will release and undo all the goodwill that Sonic Mania <laughs> has earned. Um, man, man, you don't fucking get it. I mean, yes, Sonic Forces has the character creator, so... No, 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 no. You don't get it. Sonic fans have been starving for so long. This will give them sustenance for at least another decade. Oh, yeah, this is... I'm pretty sure... Like, how Sonic generations, like, fed them for years. I'm pretty pretty sure what Sonic fans have been waiting for for so long is a Sonic game that didn't suck. (laughs) Actually, I have a feeling feeling the, the Sonic fans that we're thinking of are probably going to play Sonic Mania and find it to be uh, very lacking and and likely not understand why anyone so, would uh, appreciate this. Because, listen, Sonic doesn't Completely talk. non-erotic. There's no female characters. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean... Michael, I thought Tails was a girl. No, Tails is a boy. Oh. Tails can be whatever you want him to be, bro. His name's Miles. <laughs> Miles, is, Miles are you, can are be you a assuming girl his gender? Right, because you're going to put some Miles on that ass. <laughs> right. <there you> go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Fucking finish the podcast. <laughs> we can't tell that. <laughs> well, he's Miles, and uh, actually, my my biggest complaint with Sonic Mania is that um, they 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 call Doctor Robotnik Doctor Eggman, and. Um, I, Boo. Yeah, he'll always be. I haven't, even, I haven't even got to the part. I haven't had anyone say anything yet. Uh, no one says anything, but in one of the levels, he has signs everywhere, and uh, uh, okay. they, they say right. his. They say Eggman specifically on him. So yeah, but I don't think anybody talks. So that's already like a, fir- a first great step to a Sonic game. Yeah, is that's like all the characters are mute. Um, five stars for no one saying jack shit, which is exactly what we want. Um. Lucio, it sounded like you knew a little bit more about... I, I didn't even really know all that much about it. I, I knew it, I followed it a little bit in development. But I guess it was like a, a fan game that got turned into a full release somehow? No, so there's these two different modders that they kind of got together. One of them made like an emulator for uh, the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then there was some other guy that was... I forgot the, the other guy's 
name. One of them was uh, Head Cannon Studios. That was the guy in the emitters. And I forgot the other guy's name, but um, he uh, started making his own, like, first of all, he, he ported most of the um, most of the Genesis games into that emulator, but like he started fixing them with like, you know, when there were weird like glitches and stuff like that, that the original game had, he like cleaned it up and then eventually started making his own, um, his own levels using uh, this emulator that this guy kept updating. And eventually like when Sega found them, uh, they were like, why don't you guys work together in a game for us? And that's Sonic Mania. So it's I mean, essentially like... a fun game that was, you know, sponsored by uh, Sega. I feel like all of the good Sonics that I played over the past decade have been entirely fan works, like entirely. Well, so... this doesn't break the mold. So, um, yeah, so Streak so... stay alive, stays alive. Yeah, <laughs> good, good chopper. Recognize, and it just, and it's just like it's just Sonic. It's just classic Sonic. It, I, I don't understand why that was so hard. And I feel like way before we had a podcast, we just said, why don't you guys just make Sonic? And that would be perfect. Yeah, this is literally, I, I've i got to say, I bet you that if if the uh, Team Sonic plays this, I bet they will hate it um, because it goes against all that they stand for right now. And it's got to be, <laughs> what, what the fuck is this? It, there's no social media aspect. He hasn't turned into a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can see them just not understand. It's just like a Sonic fan. I can see them standing there and being like, how the fuck do I... Where's the homing attack? I don't understand what... This, this isn't is. eroticized at all. Yeah, this isn't This isn't sexy in the slightest. Are you trying to convince me that Tails is a female with these pictures? I, I mean, I, I thought I only liked one picture. Look, all I know is the blank on top of him looks really excited. It's <laughs> too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it says all over it. Look, I'm on the Sonic Wiki, and it says right off the bat, Miles Prower, better known by his nickname Tails. This is oh, that's the Western audience, Jared. They don't even a, get it. This is not something that's up for debate anymore. Tails is a Tails is the manliest man, if anything. Wait, well, what makes Tails the manliest man? He's yeah. got two tails. And he can fly around, oh, and okay. he's and he's good with machines. He's good at repairing like his plane. That's that's stuff. actually very true. And right, because we're genetically dis dispossessed. <laughs> Here it comes. Towards <laughs> genetically dispossessed. <laughs> <laughs> towards fixing shit. Yeah. Instead exactly. of like posting shit on Snapchat. Exactly. See, so that's proof. I'm, right I'm there. pretty sure Tails would use like Snapchat. Like he would. Well, he would I mean snap. now because he has to get chicks that way. He's a fuck Mute. boy. Tails is the the fuckiest fuckboy of them all. Right? He's got two dicks. Two big furry dicks, and if he spins around, he flies. Two furry dicks. I think we have the podcast. But hey, just as... Does he have four balls? So not to... How does this work? That's, that's private, Lucio. Not to ruin that discussion, but uh, <laughs> to jump back to, to Sonic really quick. Um, like we said, it's the... It's, oh, actually, you said something. You said something that got totally lost in uh, the translation about Sonic team hating it, and about the Sonic fans that we're thinking of how they wouldn't like this. I was watching uh, someone like play Sonic on their um, channel, and they had like a ton of other Sonic videos, but they were terrible at this game. That's what like, I'm kind of expecting, you know? Terrible, yeah. Like, have you ever it's have you ever game. seen someone go back and play like the original Mario, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" 
Yeah. And they, they don't, because they were too young. They don't know. And like, given that most Sonic fans are eight-year-olds. Right. <laughs> this is what we had to pretend was fun when we were kids. It seems only right. And so I will I will just mention that, um, so I've always, from a console perspective, I've always been on the wrong side of history. Like I was, I've, <laughs> I've almost always... I've almost always backed the losing horse. Like the only reason that I have any success now is because when consoles come out, I just buy all three. <laughs> uh, but if if you asked me to just pick one, I would pick the loser uh, every time when I was a kid, and uh, most of the time that was Sega. So anyway, the the point that I'm making is Sonic Mania is like a crazy, crazy, crazy jolt of nostalgia for me. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. And uh, the second level. Uh, just like in the original Sonic 2 is the uh, chemical zone. Yes. So, so they do they do all the original levels. Well, not all of them, but they do a lot of the original levels, but they've like remixed them and expanded them. So they're huge. They have tons of like branching paths and uh, a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, but a lot of the same, uh, you'll, you'll notice spots that like you remember, like really iconic spots from the original game. And there's that part in the chemical zone where you get stuck underwater and have yeah. to and have to jump really quickly through the water to get uh, to get you know uh, back onto land basically without dying and drowning. It gives yeah. it gives me it gives me every bit as much anxiety today as it did twenty <laughs> twenty five years ago. I, well, you know, chemical zone when I was a kid fucking kicked my ass. It and was then I got stressful back. shit. <laughs> no, Sonic 2 was actually quite a difficult game. I know. I, yeah. I, I went back and beat it on one of my uh, handheld emulators a little while ago, and I had to use save states to beat it. It's really fucking hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, this. Well, what I was going to say here is that Chemical Zone is still fucking kicking my ass. I'm a little embarrassed to say. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, yeah, it's still like a hard game, but I like that, uh, you know. I have I, like uh, uh, I have really only one criticism of it. Um, What's that? I Not think, erotic enough. I think that live systems are are antiquated and don't really add any real uh, fun uh, yeah. factor to the game. And um, this one actually is kind of worse. Uh, if you die and lose all your lives, um, it will reset the entire two acts. So even if you're in Act Two, um, if you die, you'll have to go back to Act One. But uh, it's still more forward, like like the original Sonic well, game. Sure. Would you like, say, Jared, that it's it is like... the Dark Souls of Sonic games? <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, but I guess out of all the Sonic games, it is the closest to Dark Souls. So <laughs> let that let that you know. Well, maybe not actually, because I never played the Werewolf one. So um, I played the Werewolf uh, one. Yeah, so that's a little more macabre. So maybe thematically, that one's closer. I think it's closer to Dark Souls in that, uh, no, it's, it's closer to Bloodborne in that it's the story of um, of an old god fucking with your mind and making you hate reality. And they achieve that. The real, Sonic uh, Unleashed. The real test in my mind is whether or not um, there will be like a... I totally lost my train of thought, so never mind. I had a great joke. A rule thirty-four. Have you have you have you, had, have you um? I had a great joke and it's gone. Have you done the chaos world world yet? Yeah, I did uh, the the bonus levels or whatever. Yeah, I've done a couple of them. They're pretty fun. Like they are pretty fun. It, all of it's fun. It's fun. What a fucking weird concept. <laughs> 
Got a weird thing. A fun having Sonic fun game. in a Sonic game. Yeah, like it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Unconscionable. <laughs> it's really good. The levels are really balanced, so you'll like get a spot where you go, you know, fast. Like you go really, really fast, and then you'll get a spot where you have to stop and kind of like be careful with your footwork so you don't go flying off the edge. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's balance. It's balance how old Sonic games were balanced between going fast and platforming, and not between uh going fast and having a fucking sword. Um, the music is uh, incredible. Um, they've taken the old levels and remixed their their tracks and, and updated them, and they, they sound rock solid. Um, the new music in the new levels is great. The new levels are really well designed. They're colorful. They're they're exciting. Like They're a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It's super, super, super good. Like I, I, I think I think it also unfortunate. I think that this is like the saddest thing ever. But it runs better than any of the uh, more recent Sonic games that I played. Yeah, Sonic. Which is, Sonic goes fast and it doesn't like tear the screen into a billion pieces <laughs> every time. You know, okay, the characters so... are responsive. Like I, I, I don't understand how something that's based on. Something so old, the characters like oh. respond to what I'm doing. I'm, I remember what I was going to say. I haven't had a chance to test this yet, but the real test is whether or not I can have a second player pick up a controller, become oh, and be tails. become tails, and carry me across all the hard parts that I can't do. <laughs> uh, because if that happens, then it's pretty much perfect. Yeah, I was actually thinking of that too when I got stuck, and then uh. I started trying out like the other characters and all that. Um, I, I did have a moment where I literally thought about grabbing my other Joy-Con and <laughs> seeing what I can do. How, how's it? I, I hear that like I mean I don't really have any kind of a comparison because I have to play it on PlayStation Four, but I hear uh, Nintendo has the best controller for it. Um, I mean the the D pad is not uh, great, but it it works like it's good enough. Um, the only the big downside for me so far is I've been using my like bad set of joy cons and it worked pretty well for the first few levels. And then I started getting some kind of sync issues. And ah. so I've had to put those away. I have, I have one set of joy cons that I need to send back to Nintendo. Cause they're like, they're actually busted. Um, but the other set are, are pretty solid. So I'll continue playing with that other set and see how it goes. Um, it runs great though. Like it runs really well on the console, which seems to be uh, not the uh, standard experience on the Switch. So, I'm, interesting. I'm happy about that. Um, it's exactly what I. It's it's exactly the kind of game like I want the Switch for. Like when we yeah. finish the podcast after this, I'm probably gonna go get the Switch, take it up to bed, and like just lay in bed and play Sonic for <laughs> a while. And that makes it easier to masturbate to yeah. to Sonic to Tails. Well, yeah, to Tails, to Tails, the sexiest female character (laughs) in all of Sonicdom. So this is this is interesting to me because in in my opinion, oftentimes I feel like fans really don't know what they want. But here it sounds like they do know what they want and they actually were able to make a game that was way better than the uh, the guys who were telling you that they did know what you want. Oh See, yeah, but I, I, th- I think that's a thing. I think a lot of like n- not talking about the young generation, like the, the the kids that don't know better. I think a lot of us have been just saying for the longest time, "What's wrong with just making Sonic? Why do we have to have all these gimmicks? Why can't we just have Sonic?" Right, right. But I feel I don't know. Do you think this would work for all? So, for example, you guys have been talking about Final Fantasy for the past couple episodes. Oh come on, we all know that. 
if they did Final Fantasy VII exactly with those new graphics, they would make gangbusters. Oh, like there's nothing God. to change. I can't, I can't imagine <laughs> if they just if they just done an HD update of Final Fantasy VII. Like I don't even think it's a particularly good Final Fantasy. Like I have fond memories of it, but I don't really think like it's my favorite Final Fantasy by any means. Um, but if they just stuck to their guns and like basically did exactly what they did with twelve. If they just did that with seven, they could have all the fucking money and praise they got for doing twelve. Like everyone liked it, uh, yeah. And so it blows my mind that they just don't get it. I mean, even the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter account says Sonic Mania is the highest rated new Sonic game in fifteen years. Thank you all so much for being part of this journey with us. And what do you think they're going to take away from this? Because because the answer is fucking nothing. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to release Sonic Forces, uh, like I said, a week later and get ready because it's, it's going to fucking suck. I bet you're going to sell better than Sonic Mania. Yeah, it probably will. That's the other sad part is, uh, you know, a lot of times that you feel like they are taking the wrong lesson from it, but they're taking the right one. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like customers oftentimes don't know what they want. Well, I think this is like a generational thing. I think all the people who wanted yeah. this Sonic game it, it probably pales in comparison to the number of children who see Sonic Boom on TV and will buy whatever bullshit yeah. uh, game is attached to it. Like There are fans right now whose first experience with Sonic was via a TV show and not a video game. Yeah, yeah. that's... And so, uh, and so they're... And let, let's be game. candid. Were they really missing out on all that much? I think it's great. And I have... Uh, I, but I will no, I'm, concede... I'm, I'm sure it's really good, but... I will concede that a lot of it for me is nostalgia. Um, this is like I don't know that I don't know that a lot of like uh, it's it's nostalgia, but it's kind of like I don't know. I I feel like you look at something like um, I'm trying to think of a good kind of example. What's the, what's the kind of like bravely default, right? And that's nostalgic in the way that oh, uh, old school Final Fantasy character classes are in this, and oh, it's got like the top down view and a lot of stuff that you don't see in RPGs these days, but. Sonic Mania is like just a different experience. You f- you pick up that controller and you just feel like you're playing. Oh, it's that it's, Sonic it's, like you're, it's like you're immediately there. Like I feel, I, I, I as I started the game up, it literally felt like I had just probably finished mowing the lawn to hope in hopes that that would save me like five dollars that I could put towards the fucking Sega. Like it it really takes you back. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you know, like just turning on that Genesis all over again. Especially especially the retro levels, because like I said, they, they're different, but at the same time, like a lot of the parts are the same. And I've I've found parts that like I have memorized, like I know what to do and what's coming next because I remember this particular segment of the level. Um, and, yeah. then, and then right after it, there'll be some crazy new shit. The uh, I don't know if you've done part <laughs> two of the chemical zone yet, Jay, but uh, it actually has a lot of new stuff in it. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of new pieces that weren't there before. Yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been there yet. I I started um I started with Sonic and Tails, and then I got a little curious as to how Knuckles plays, which is also like I mean like I and and to go going with that point, jumping in on Knuckles, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I can do all this neat shit with Knuckles. Now. I can climb up climb the level and ignore and stuff. yeah yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I saw I saw that I saw that a bit with Green Hill Zone where you know um, the first level feels very much like the original Green Hill Zone and then the second one has just got all this it's just it is massive and it's got these uh, zip lines and these wooden bridges that you can set on fire and mm-hmm. oh so that's the other thing like the power ups they feel like they belong in Sonic the Hedgehog they like don't feel like gimmicks well like um, a lot of them were in Sonic three um, yeah 
but now I'm going back and playing Sonic 2 levels with them, which is kind of cool. So like the fireball and um, I think the bubble, the the bubble that you can bounce in. I feel like I've gotten that one at some point. I don't think the electricity one was in Sonic 3. Um, No, electricity might be new. I know you used to have magnetism, but not electricity. But I'm ready to be Um, corrected if if I'm wrong about that. I feel like the giant rings are new too. I might be wrong. Yeah, I think they are. Um, there's yeah. a there's a power up you can get that's kind of neat. It turns all your rings into like gigantic ones that are each worth like ten. And so when you get hit, you drop like four huge rings instead of all yeah. your all your little instead ones. instead of all your shit. So far, so. that's actually kind of fucked me more than helped me. Really? Yeah, I've, I keep getting hit and they all bounce away and I can't catch any of them. I've, I've found it pretty convenient because it's nice to have like larger number of rings and a smaller one. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I I guess I guess to answer Michael's question, like um, I feel like it makes a big difference, and I feel like it's nice to have something that's very back to basics. And I can and I can think I can think of a ton of games offhand where if they just did what they did before with maybe better graphics, which Sonic doesn't even need with the way it looks, but with better graphics or slightly tweaked controls. It would be great. Like, there's no need for all the other gimmicks. Like, they released Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5, and it was just Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 with better graphics. That would have been a great game. There's no need for all that other shit that they did that fucked it up. There's, I, I, I think what I'd come back to, Michael, is that I think that there is, it's kind of like with movies. There's always going to be, like, the critical darlings that don't sell very well, and then there's always going to be the Transformers that make several million <laughs> And I think I think this is the critical darling, and I think Sonic Forces is going to be the Transformers. Yeah, just kind I of mean, what it is. I don't I don't care anymore. But it's... <laughs> no, but it's young young me would have liked to know that people still enjoy the Sonic that I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I I uh, hear that for sure. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, it's 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 nice. It's real nice to have something like familiar and awesome. Did you guys think that screen. we would? Did you guys think that we would ever be talking about a good Sonic game? Nope. See, that's the thing, and then like, like yeah. that's been our thing on on on, on the podcast is like uh, praising Sonic, <laughs> knowing how terrible it was, and here we go. Here we have a good Sonic that we're actually legitimately praising with no cynicism. I actually. Um... I was even even when I saw like Sonic Mania and what it was, I was even skeptical then. I was like, "How? Will yeah. they? I was like, yeah. I don't know how, but they're gonna fuck this up somehow." <laughs> like you get exactly halfway through the, the game way. and then you start dressing him up. I mean, it's not too late. It's not too late. Oh, and actually, uh, Jay probably hasn't gotten to this part yet. Well, do you mind if I spoil something small? No, I don't. I don't. I don't it's, mind. It's barely a spoiler. Uh, this game will infuriate uh, Trevor. Uh, because in one of the levels, your final fight against Doctor Robotnik is a you pu- have to read a book. It's a Puyo Puyo <laughs> battle. Oh yeah, the Puyo Puyo battle. <laughs> yep. Uh, out of out of nowhere, completely randomly, there's a Puyo Puyo battle for some reason, which is a Sega property, so it makes sense, sort of. Um, I, I I just there's just another thing. Another thing. Um, in general, the bosses have been fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, they're really clever, uh, and, and they're a lot of fun. Did you do the one where he shoots the missiles, and you're you're like running after him, and you have to knock down? I think it's the I think it's the second, or no, it's the first boss in Chemical Zone. Um, 
that one's pretty good. There's a claw machine that isn't really a very good boss, but like the it's just clever. Like it it looks neat and I don't know. It, all of it's pretty uh, pretty creative and yeah. Um, actually, I, I mean, I think I think that goes for the whole game because like we were talking about the mute characters, but. I mean, there is a storyline. It's a pretty substantial storyline, and it makes sense. And they don't have to have a big party of people telling you what's going on, like Amy and uh, Cream and all of them aren't sitting at a fucking table explaining what's happening. Right. Um, it's anything, just all done. It, it's just <laughs> lean. It's lean and easy. Like, you watch him pull a giant diamond out of the ground, and the <laughs> diamond glows, so you know it's powerful, and that's all you need to know. And then you're like, well, let's go get that diamond. <laughs> that's basically it uh at no point does anyone say anything um i'm sure that they all have day jobs but we don't know what they are um yeah like we don't we don't need to know that uh sonic probably still works at the va but like he doesn't talk about it (laughs) we don't need to know that sonic and tails are roommates and that sonic is having like anger issues sure yeah It's, it's irrelevant these are these are strangely insightful observations about the way that uh, that series has just kind of spiraled into madness. You know, I was thinking I was actually thinking about this while I was playing it. And I, I really think of just this is how simple I think this is. Mario has stayed largely very successful, right? We could all agree on that. Like Mario mm-hmm. has, has retained success where Sonic has lost it. And I think you can trace it back to one key thing. One of those characters started speaking in full sentences, and the other one just said "Mamma Mia." And I really think that's where the diversion starts to take place, because I think once Sonic started opening his fucking mouth, that's where everything went wrong. Yeah. Do I we know what Mario's that. favorite food is? Nope. I have no idea. I'm mushrooms, I guess. I would assume. Cake. I, cake. I, I guess maybe cake, because he does get uh, lured out of his house quite often in search of cake. Um. But again, either, like, it's either that or like their booty call code. Mario's a man of few words, and he never has a chance to get on your nerves because of it. In fact, actually, funny enough, if you look at videos of Charles Martinet, the man who plays Mario's voice actor, he is insufferable because he will go through like <laughs> he'll he'll talk 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 like Mario, and the more and the longer he start he keeps talking, the more you want to punch him in his fucking face. But yeah, but I can the, imagine that anything very long with that Mario voice will get incredibly annoying. Yeah, well, it's the same principle for Sonic. If Sonic just uh, said, if he basically just said like "Yeah" or I don't know, what could his catchphrase be? Zoom, zoom, like that would be fine. Suck it, bitch! <laughs> I mean, gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Yeah, and you're Shut too not. slow. <laughs> You're too slow. I even think Chili Dogs is too much. I think the uh, <laughs> Chili Dogs is too much. The Sonic, yeah, because it gives them too much personality. The Sonic the Hedgehog uh, cartoon is kind of like the Mario Super Show. Like they both, uh, they both shouldn't have happened. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, there, there's a well, lot which, of like which Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. There, there's a lot weird. of like forty something like media YouTube fucking assholes who like were really betrayed when Nintendo made the Mario Brothers not plumbers from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm Mama not Mia. <laughs> Mama, Mama Mia, again, that's all he says. Like they took it really personally, like, dude. Uh, uh, I, I, wait, when did this? When did this happen? I didn't. I don't even understand. It's a couple of years ago. Are they, where are they from? Are they not from New York? No, they're from wherever. I don't know. They're, they're not from Earth. I mean, it's you know what. 
it's irrelevant. <laughs> it they're from, they're from wherever Yoshi's Island is at, I guess. It, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with my enjoyment of the Mario Brothers games. Is it still, I is don't it still care. canon that his name is Mario Mario? No, that's from the movie. I don't think that was ever canon. Damn it! Well, then <laughs> now I understand how all those people feel. No wonder. I'm going to take to Twitter right now and, and make a tirade. I can do also it. use this as a chance to take some aggression out on the ethnicities I don't like. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to lump them into. First, I find out that Mario's last name isn't really Mario. I mean, it is. He's just from a planet where they don't have last names, I assume. I mean, you can almost get a Tiki Torch. Is his last name Maker? <laughs> <laughs> No, his last name is 64, you idiot. Oh, that makes sense. They're all different Marios. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if that was true? What if every? What if it's like Zelda, where every Mario that comes out, that's a new one. That's an incarnation of him. Oh, see, now they have to do like the whole Mario timeline. Yeah, I'm going to need a, Mar oh, a Mario man, that story would be amazing. book. What if, someone could tie it all together. Oh, sure they could. That has to be possible. If they tied up the fucked up Zelda games into a storyline yeah anything's, sure. anything's possible well anyway that's probably enough uh chat about sonic but it's it's 20 bucks it's out now on the consoles i think the pc release is still a little ways away but um you should you should buy it if you ever had any fondness for sonic it's pretty great actually quick question for a serious question for once sure if i was a fan of sonic does it do something that I would have that I wouldn't be able to get from just maybe replaying Sonic 2? Yes. I absolutely would say so. Um yeah. I, I think it's uh I, I don't know that I'd use the term modernized, but there's a lot of sensibilities that just work better now than, yeah. than Sonic so 2. So like did. like mm -hmm. <laughs> like again, even the act thing, that's uh if you were to play Sonic 2 and then run out of all your lives, it, it doesn't matter if you're like on level eight. If you're on oil ocean, you're starting from the beginning. Well, and more, um, than, more than that, I think there's well, just like mm. there, there's a lot more gameplay elements as you play. Like, and, and sometimes it's little things. So, like, you know, when you'd go in the tubes in the chemical zone, like you'd break in yeah. into the tubes and, and fly through them. Well, now you'll run into like uh, intersections where you actually choose like which direction you go. Um, there's intersections. There's like little animations that they add, like um, at the very top of the chemical zone. Uh, I think something trips on your head. Oh, there's a ton of like little attention to detail, like when you leave yeah. him sitting there. But but more than that, I think like the bosses are different. I think there's a bunch of, uh, you know, like equipment and stuff that you interact with and, and types of gameplay that the series has never seen before. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, and I'm not even very far in it. Like I'm anticipating probably a lot more crazy shit. Is there's also is, a lot of like extra modes to that, and they're not they're not dumb like other video games. It's I just, will. Like, I will make one comment. Uh, the game told me that I unlocked an ability for Sonic, but it never told me how to do it. And ah. so I'm not sure what to do about that. Uh, but I apparently I apparently unlocked some kind of ability that he had in Sonic CD. And ah. uh, I don't really... I didn't follow what it was or how to do it. But A third dialogue option. I can do new things now. <laughs> I just am not clear on how. So like my question was so there's more to it than just nostalgia. Yes. yes. Yeah, there's absolutely. a lot more to it. Uh, you like, can you can tell that the people who have designed this really understand what made the original uh good and they've been able to build upon it in a lot of really interesting ways. That's what I would say. Yeah. Well, like, that's like, pretty I, cool. I, I, oh, good. 
I kind of think they use Sonic 2 as like the jump off point because I think that's the last one we all agree collectively agree was like great. And Sonic 3 was great too, but I think more people had fond memories of Sonic 2. But they just build so much off of it, it's like ridiculous. They definitely <laughs> ate more stuff off of two than three, but there I think mm. there are elements from three there as well. So um I mean, like I said, it's it's a perfect homage to all those games, and it it, it really does go a long way in um, not only like you know paying tribute to those, but also adding its own kind of ideas and and yeah. stuff like that to it. I was gonna say that's that's pretty cool for a series that really nobody seems to want to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's you know I, I every time I go to like PAX or something, I'll play a game where they're like emulating old Sonic and stuff like that, and it's mm-hmm. just it's nice to see like. They, there's a reason why it was as good as it was. Like they, they really can't do it. And I've heard people say like that Sonic, you know, that we're remembering it wrong, and the original games like aren't really that good. And and I think that's bullshit. Like I think they're, I, I think they're pretty good yeah. games. If this was it, I'm well, not misremembering. <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine they're probably not as good in the sense that maybe you don't remember the original Mario the right way. But I mean, it's really that's up to you. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, I think people build stuff up in their minds for sure. But having said that, like, I go back to Mario every now and then, and it it's just as good. Like, it's it's pretty solid. Also, a question that we asked on the podcast a couple of episodes ago: game that uses permadeath well, Mario. Um, I don't think Mario, <laughs> I don't think Mario can permadie. Well, you have to start your game over, don't you? Well, I guess you? that's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. True. Okay, yeah, yep. old, old side scroll. Yeah, I, I just feel like like Michael Mario, wins. There's like so many ways around it. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. That works. Well, let's. Uh, the whole game doesn't have permadeath. Yeah, let's. Should, shouldn't we? Should, yeah, let's use that as a segue. <laughs> let's pivot to Heckblade. Um, Heckblade. Yeah, Heckblade. You mean H E double hockey sticks? H E double hockey sticks blade. Hey, hey, hey! And kids might be listening. It's a family <laughs> podcast where we discuss whether or not the Nazis are right. <laughs> so, are. so have you been able to confirm, Lucio, that it does not, in fact, have permadeath? Or are it we doesn't. Just... The oh. game does try to like. What the game says is, it uh, every time that she fails, like it gets worse, but it's more like plot based than anything else. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're you're never at any risk of losing your precious nah. save or anything like that. Mm. So does the story change the more you die? Nope. That'd be cool. No. No, but she just looks different. No, not even. Oh, well, then I don't know why bother. So does anything happen the more you die? No. <laughs> I guess you're stuck by the game because it's not That's very bullshit. hard. But... So wait, okay. So are you telling me that these game journalists just made it up? Yep. So the game So they probably got to that part... S- who? And they were like, oh my god, my game. But didn't, didn't write multiple people... But so the you're you're right. So the game the game does imply that it will happen, right? Like Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm just but, making sure that like multiple people did, didn't like get this idea in their heads that it's not true. I, I, I still think it's bad. Yeah, they never but they tested still it. Didn't bother like researching <laughs> it. Well yeah, but I, depending I, on when the game tells you, if I'm four hours in, I'm not gonna test it. I don't I I mean it's just one of those things I would do early on, you know, first hour in or whatever. It's just die a bunch early of times. on, and also Jared, it's their fucking job. That's true, but I'm just thinking yeah. of whether or not I'm just thinking of whether or not I would actually check it. And I would check it. 
Maybe I mean, I like, would. There's like so many ways you can. I like, guess that's um, such a unique thing. I probably would try to if, check it because that's a very, very uh, distinct. Uh, if my and income it's, and it's if, like so easy to save scum too that it's that it's not like it's going to have a final final consequence. If you're if my income PC. depended on me checking this shit rather than actually doing real work and then playing video <laughs> games in my spare time, then yes, I would check it. That's true. Yep. That's fair. All right. Exactly. Um, kind of like how I check shit all the time at my real job because if I don't, I'll not have a job anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like I I I check shit for enemy slime. You know, it's a hobby for all yeah. of us, but I I still check it. It is odd that nobody <laughs> noticed uh, until like almost every review was already published. You no, know, even like the fucking Telltale games that I hate that I reviewed, at least made sure and did I that I made a uh, second run so I could say from an informed stance. Whether or not our choices actually changed. Hmm. I I feel like we're getting off topic. How's the game? Yeah, how's Hellblade? <laughs> so, it's great until the end. Because of story problems or gameplay problems? Story problems. So, it's, it's kind of plays like a walking simulator. Except uh, you have some puzzles and um, some, uh, some combat. The combat is actually... F- Fairly good. I was pretty surprised because I expected it to kind of, you know, be half-assed, even though it's Ninja Theory. Um, but the type of game it is, I didn't think it was going to have deep combat, but it's actually pretty, pretty good. Um, there's a parry mechanic. There's dodging. Uh, I mean, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it, so it sounds like it's a walking. You. Huh? I'm just going to say, if it's a walking simulator, it sounds like most of the joy in that game is from the story. It is. Uh, and the story is pretty good. So Senua is fucking crazy. She has, like... Um, I guess it's schizophrenia was meant to be. Uh, she hears voices. The voices are supposed to torment you, but I guess I don't know. They didn't bother me too much. I kind of tuned them out. So They're actually kind of useful. In... You could live with schizophrenia, no problem. I'm pretty sure I couldn't. But um, uh, the actual game, I believe in you, didn't, Lucio. Didn't bug me. I can just, I could just like tune them out pretty easily. They're actually pretty helpful in combat. Um, they um, tell you when there's somebody behind you, for example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you listen to them, um, you know, most of the time they just kind of like. Uh, I don't know, like, you would be, like, walking somewhere and they would tell you, oh, my God, we're going to fucking fall, we're going to die, yeah, you suck, whatever, you know. And the other ones are like, no, we should keep going forward. Um, Stuff like that. Uh, It's very well done. The motion, the facial capture is actually pretty good. Even though a lot of it is senior looking like a fucking moron at nothing. Um, So, uh, 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 before you move too far off of the Furies... Um, yes. I, I, I guess, uh, do, is there any chance, is there any point where they're hindered? Because you say, uh, sometimes someone will tell you to walk forward, and other times will say, no, you're going to die. Do, does that conflict ever actually create actual conflict, or is it just kind of a nagging that's there the whole time? It's kind of a nagging. Um, obviously, Senua listens to them, and she kind of tries to shut them down. When she's in, in bad situations, they get much, much louder. Right. So they kind of like, they use it to kind of heighten the tension and to lower it. Um, 
New voices start coming and, and, out as you go on. Huh. Um, so how the many, story how many, is... How many voices would you say there are? Uh, five or six. Really? There are See, I, 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 ask, <laughs> I don't want to. I, want, I don't want to get back on the subject. But again, you look at the reviews, and whenever they refer to the Furies, they only mention three of them, and it really makes me question: like, how far do these people get in the video games they play? It's like the Persona Five thing all over again. Like, I finished this in like pretty much one <laughs> sitting, so I don't know how the fuck. As I say, it's, it's supposed um, to be. Do, how long would you say it was? I had heard eight hours, but one sitting feels like shorter than that. No, it's not eight hours. I have, according to GOG, uh, GOG? 11 minutes. Yeah. Oh, so you can send Uh, it to me. Wait, what's your time? What's your time? Six hours and 11 minutes. Nah. That's not not bad, uh, like total play time, but it it does sound like, I'm just saying, it sounds like a lot of people didn't get uh, very far in this, but the the concept of the curious is not hard. Well, you know, um, you just you you play a little bit of it, and you're like, "This is okay," and then you review it, and you move on to whatever uh, whatever pixel. <laughs> Sonic like. Mania, nine out of nine. So you say, ah, so, "I I liked it, but it wasn't a roguelike MOBA." So, um, you know. I, I I so the the I I think the Fury just really interests me just because it feels like there's supposed to be the entire dramatic conflict of the game, like there's supposed to be her madness. No, 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 no essentially. No, no, no. No, it's not supposed there, to be her madness. There are an element. There are an element of the game. The dramatic conflict is Senua is... Uh, I mean, uh, it's heavily implied that all this is happening in her head anyway, uh, which right. I guess is a spoiler. No, I, but, think, um, I think I No, that. not really. Yeah, it's pretty... The, the story is that, that she goes into... Uh, she's crazy. trying to get to hell because hell has his hus- her husband's soul who was killed by Nordman. He actually carries his sever head around. Oh, like you do. Mm-hmm. It's a romance oh, okay. that lasts forever. Right. It's a romance. It's a romance story. It's a tale as old as time. And you know, when you uh, when you join her, I, I think initially she does have three voices, but you know, more uh, as she goes on, more come up, and some of them are nastier and and more uh, like more imposing. Um, right. And can you tell, like, can, you can tell them apart? Oh, of course. Easily? Yes. Yeah. The voices are pretty distinct. Especially so, the later ones are pretty nasty in terms of, like, the shit they tell you. So, uh, uh, I assume, then, that the voice acting is a strong part of the game? Yes. It's it's done very well. Uh, the voice acting is good. Like, I, there wasn't any part where I was like, ah, that's stupid. Like, there wasn't any laughing scene or anything like that. Sure, yeah. And how, and how about kind of the, like, the sound design it's very good um actually i tried it with um i tried it on a tv and it was okay and i tried it with headphones and it was actually pretty pretty good how to use you know the red it's kind of basic stuff but still done very well um because you know you have them basically whispering in your ear instead of like out of the speaker of a tv interesting what and about the uh... oh go ahead yeah. And they kind of alternate between, like, you know, each ear and stuff like that. What about imagery and graphics? Because really, this is something that I really didn't care about at all until you guys started posting the uh, permadeath stuff, and I started looking at graphics, and it looks really good. I was gonna say it's, it's very, very short and very limited. Style. Mm-hmm. Um, it does a lot of things with the visuals in terms of. Uh, you know, illusions, and they actually use illusions a lot as part of a mechanic. 
So there will be puzzles where you have to like look at something through a different lens so that you know you can like unlock something, things like that. Um, it does it does good puzzle design in the sense that you know it will introduce a concept with a fairly simple puzzle and then you know kind of give you a harder one and then combine that puzzle with a different mechanic that you had before. Um, but anyway, going back to the to the visual design is it's done really well. So um, not to uh, I'm going to barge in here and and drop in my completely uneducated uh, bold claim of bullshit. I think the whole like always. I think the whole package makes me think of Dante's Inferno, the action, oh. the shitty action game. Yeah, and there you go. That's my denigrating ignorant statement of the day. <laughs> it's really nothing other than Dante's Inferno. Um. <laughs> I don't well, know. How, I mean, like, the, I guess the the you know the visuals, especially as you get into the more hellish parts of the game, yeah, uh, they they guess you know hell is hell. Um, Does it, even if it's there, spiking hell? Uh, is there an enemy who has babies come out of her nipples? Nah. Well, eh, then it's not even as good. So as I, I, as I, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm kind <laughs> of curious then as to what Snow's Snow's journey is like, right? Because I guess. I guess, like, the closest comparison, um, like, in terms of gameplay and all that, is uh, Gone Home, in which you're kind of like this lost girl and yep, you're not really sure what's going same. on. It's closer to Gone Home than it is to uh, to Ninja <laughs> Inferno. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden. Eh, I don't know. It's probably closer to Ninja Gaiden in the sense that it has an actual good combat system unlike Dante's Inferno. So... Um, obviously it's short, uh, especially in comparison to its price point. Do you think it was worth it? Um, mm, that's a good question. Or do you Before the ending, I would probably say yes. Really? It drops the ball that bad in the end, huh? You want to hear the... Mm, I'm debating whether or not mm. I'm going to do this. Do I spoil I, Hellblade? Uh, honestly, I'm kind of curious too. Mostly it's because of the visuals, but... Uh... On the other hand, I mean, the visuals are great. Don't don't get it wrong. Like if, you, if that's but, what you're going for, that's, that's uh, right. But if you spoiled the story pack part yeah, of it, you spoiled, I feel like especially, it's, especially, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty. Like I don't think I'll ever play this game again. Well, yeah, um, I would figure. No, not yeah, because it's bad. It's the best like, game like, I ever played. It's just one of those things that you only play once. Like I would never. Yeah, but I would that's, never that's play a lot of home again. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like 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 Gone Home was great, but I'm not going to play it again. Right. So so if I spoil it, that's it, man. There's no point in like. Right, so don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's not. Don't spoil it. Wait, um, we're all we're all curious dude, enough. Um, yeah, that maybe it's. I mean, but just don't be surprised if you're disappointed at the end. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. People overhype shit like that, and then I'm able to deal with it pretty well. Like everyone told me that the OA <laughs> was going to be the worst thing I ever saw, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Actually, so. actually, yeah, I, I, that that happened, and Jared did the same thing to me, and it worked out better in the end. He's <laughs> like, Ever? The, like, the ending to the OA is going to be like real stupid and real bad, and then I got to it. I'm like, oh, it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could have, it could have, it could have been worse. It could have been way worse. I don't know. I just told me that the ending of Mass Effect Three was terrible, and then I experienced it, and it was actually but, worse. But see, no, that's the thing. It happened to me with Mass Effect 3, too, because a bunch of people told me it was terrible, and then I got to the end, and I was like, eh, that's all right, whatever. 
No, no, I'm saying it it was, I was not prepared for how bad it was. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of with Michael on this one. I think Mass Effect 3 was like, I think I was, I was pretty late to it because I was protesting the game. Cause no, my, I, was, uh, I was two years late. The same game. I was protesting the game because my uh, the you couldn't import your characters on the consoles. Right, he, could, he couldn't be Jared Shepard. And I was furious. And what are you talking about? Yes, it could. No, you couldn't. It didn't no, work. No, no, no. Import feature didn't work until like what three months afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I I remember now I bought it like on sale like a year later. And so uh, I I held off and held off and held off and then finally I caved and played it. But I beat it way later than everybody else, so I'd already heard about how like over, you know, how upset people were with the ending and blah blah blah. And I right, totally so you thought you'd go in and be like, well, all right, I'm I'm prepared for it to not be good. Right. I I managed my and then it was still worse. And and I got there and it was it was. You, you know way, what the fuck the part is? Like amazingly bad. You know what the fuck the part is? I played it so late that they already have released the patch with the where they, better where ending. They fixed it, the director's cut or whatever. Right, I mean, that, and I, that, it was still bad. Yeah, that that director's cut, which some people claim to have fixed it, like it's still terrible. Yeah, so that must have been a real kick in the ball. So like, I don't like bought it at midnight. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine the guy who like speed ran it the night he bought it, and you know, like like binged yeah, he it. He bought the two hundred dollar. Binged like, it for two days straight because we know someone did. Right. Yeah, uh, of course. I bought the special edition of it. I still have it somewhere around here. So that was nice. In a way, I don't know if it's like Mass Effect time. I guess he hasn't hurt us bad because it's not like a three-game fucking investment. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you're, not, you're not invested in Senwa's uh, character arc. You didn't go in thinking it was pretty I mean, you're, right. you're, 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 it's long enough that you're invested in her character arc, but... See- um, well, it's not long enough that it's not three RPGs long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody made yeah, you I, I love Senwa the, and the then turn her into a little bitch who's just always agreeing with people. Yeah, I think that's the other <laughs> thing. Like, like today, I asked if Inquisition was worth it at like ten bucks, and I, I got I got enough dollars yeah. like, against it. I think the other thing is that I just stopped caring about Bioware and the shit they did. Like, I really just stopped getting a shit. So that's another reason. It probably didn't affect me that much. <laughs> Inquisition is a little different in that they're not going to be fucking with a character who you've like raised up and loved for nine years. Right, but right. but yeah, on the other hands, yeah, did Sarah. you did you guys like it's really so love Shepard all that time? Because in the first one, I loved my like, Shepard. Good, he was like good enough. <laughs> no, like, he was I, bad. He was he was I, a bad person who hurt I th- people. I think uh, it, right. yeah, that's the thing is I think it depends on if you played Renegade or Paragon because I loved my Renegade Shepard. Plus, I, mean, uh, I think if Renegade you too, if you played man. female Shepard, it was probably better because like male Shepard's on the board as fuck. I um, yeah, I, I well I played a, ma- a male Renegade and I I just didn't give a shit by the end of it. I was like whatever, whatever happens happens. I no, like mine. <laughs> Someone yeah, I love be... my male renegade shepherd because he's like not—he's not a hero at all. He sounds like he maybe posts for local news. He's—he's he's actually like psychotic in some cases. <laughs> like someone's just talking and he shoots him. Like he doesn't even. Yeah, wait. exactly. He get, someone could do something he doesn't like and then he executes him. And by Mass Effect Three, someone does something he doesn't like and he's like, "I believe in your right to do whatever you please." Well, and like my my thing was like he's like haunted by this kid and I was like, "Who gives a shit?" 
You don't get my shepherd. That was so fucking weird. My shepherd would have killed nine kids if it meant saving ten kids. Yeah, he would have pushed him off the fucking helicopter if he got on. He'd be like, we can't have the weight. (laughs) You know what the fucked up thing is? It's like no matter what kind of shepherd you had, he's seen so many people die by the fucking time Mass Effect 3 comes out. And he's like, what's what's another body bag? Like, why is that kid special? Well, uh, my second, my second good shepherd fucking, would've, would've you saw taken a fucking entire race that. Did, did, did like the Bioware writers completely switch out by the time Free was there? Most of them, yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that's it then, because uh, that's like that's what creates that dissonance. Like, yeah, in the first one, Shepherd's a war hero, and all this af- awesome shit. Is, I'm sorry, awful shit is happening around him. But by the third game, it's a brand new team. And it's like, hey, what happens if he loses the life of a kid? Then that's how you end up. Yeah, right. So it's like you know, you see like an entire planet get destroyed by like a sentient like (laughs) piece of broccoli. But no, that one kid is what's gonna like drive over the edge. Well, that was what (laughs) that was what I liked so much about the indoctrination theory was they were saying that like that kid was being like inserted into his dreams, you know, or something like that. It was like a corruption of his mind. Not, but that's like the fans, right? Okay, you know, no, you know yeah, what it was. But happened. that's no, no, no. case. This, this is, is literally, what actually happened. This is a scenario where the fans actually did a better job than than Bioware. Like, like no, the no, indoctrination. No, no, no. necessity, we figured wrong, out a way. Jared, and this is what happened. During two-thirds into the story, Grandpa had a stroke, and that's when he started fucking up the story for little Johnny. <laughs> oh, I see. Because remember, this is all a story of some grandpa is telling his kid. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, take on it. <laughs> Actually, this, 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 this like, is this is a little off. Call call Johnny. No, grandpa. What happened to Shepard? Fuck. <laughs> this is uh, this is a little off. He spelled burning I, I, I toast started, uh... and defeated the reapers. <laughs> I started. I started. It chose um... the blue explosion. <laughs> <laughs> I. I started uh, I started watching this um this anime called um New Game, which you know it's not very good. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest anyone else watch it. But the 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 premise, the basic premise is like it's this all female video game development team. Um and I got to the end of the first season and the ending is basically they make a game, they release it, they almost have to deal with leaks, um, but other than that, nothing bad happens. So me and Lucio started working out better endings for this series um and i think one of them was that and then bethesda releases the game and then blames all the ends of critical success but they blame all their failures on them but i think the ending we came up with that was even better was that ea acquires the company and then everything's a first person shooter how about they sleep with a video game reviewer in order to get good reviews um yeah i i i, I don't feel straight from the headlines I don't feel like that one's very realistic. <laughs> Here we go. Mass Effect 3 fixed. Ready? Here we go. It shows the ending. You see the ending. And then, boom, it's, you see the galaxy, and we start to zoom out, just like in Men in Black. You guys remember in Men in Black where we zoom out? Oh, it's like of our galaxy. galaxy. Nope. So we, we, well, no, it's not in a marble, though. We zoom out, we zoom out, we zoom out. And what do we discover? We discover suddenly we're flying through like like nerves and... And we're seeing synapses and things like that. And then we zoom further out and we realize we've been seeing behind an eye and we zoom further out and it's a it's a little Down syndrome boy and a butterfly lands on his head and he's so enchanted. And oh, God. Then, and then that's the ending. All right. Um, Damn. I, tell me it's not better. I have mind blown. Better than what? Than what you got. 
Or actually, just it, that that ending makes everything make sense. Then all of a sudden, what um, what color was the explosion? Uh, well, it doesn't matter which one you pick. You're it's in a retarded kid's head, no matter what. What oh, color was the butterfly? What uh, color is the eye? The butterfly is the color of the explosion that you pick. So you pick there the explosion, and then the butterfly, and that's why the that's why that explosion happened because the kid saw that color of butterfly. You see. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, we did have one more game to talk about. Anyway, Senua, uh, pretty good. I guess stop at the end. Don't, I, don't, I guess don't, I did watch, have one more question. Don't about play Senua. the last fight. I, I, I have one more question about Senua. And this was, it's actually pretty important. We'll determine if I play it. Um, would you say, like, her kind of mental breakdown... Is it in any way comparable to other side in Silent Hill? No. Oh. Okay. Wait, actually, oh, sorry. One, one last real, one last question. How's the rack look? Uh, she's not very attractive at all, actually. That's, yeah, she's yeah. not very attractive. Plus, most of the game, she's dirty and like in distress. Which I guess, I if you're into that, well, that's contextual. Michael, yeah. Michael prefers yeah. dirty and in distress. Please, you definitely, you definitely don't want to. You know, I mean, it's you have what you're going to get with that package right there. She's crazy as fuck, and if you want to like stick your dick in that, that's on you. Yeah, that's what I say. Like, maybe he <laughs> wants to stick his dick in crazy. Well, you don't know. I mean, if she's getting stuff done. I can forgive that. I mean, she she does kill a bunch of people, probably. Um. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Let's nice work. let's get to uh, Jay's game. Or do you have so much to say about it that it would be worth saving it? Um, I, I mean, I don't know that there's a, a, a ton to say about it. All right. It's, it, it's, so Black Fall definitely has its roots in like, um, or not its roots in, but it's, in, it takes inspiration from Limbo and, uh, maybe to a degree inside, like they've had to have been developing it, I think, around the same time as, uh, inside, but, um, and if you look at if you look at gameplay, it's like very similar to those two and all that kind of stuff. And I, I Black Fall. Well, let me start by describing it. Basically, you're kind of this um, this random worker in this communist country. It, uh, I think it's implied to be Russia, but they have like all this crazy technology, and it's like kind of a dystopian sci-fi kind of world with little walking mechs all around and uh, robots and. All this other stuff, um, you know. I, I think you see something. It's kind of a take on the Russian flag. It's not like the Russian, uh, the Russian flag, but when they, I guess, um, start to liberate this country, they move that flag around, and all that kind of stuff. And it's basically that. Like if you played inside, you kind of played this game. It's a lot of puzzles, and the puzzles. Uh, range between being real easy to figure out and then like really kind of obtuse almost like you could look at a screen for a long time and just not be able to work it out and unlike um inside where i feel like you can kind of start doing a puzzle and then work it out as you went along and still kind of escape all the bad guys and not die i feel like with this game if you start doing the puzzle um, and you fuck up and you get caught by a bad guy, you just die. And it's it, it gets to be a little frustrating. And, um, you know, while the, it, it's got a weird bit of a checkpoint system, 
Because if you play it straight, the checkpoints are actually pretty good. But if you decide you want to put it down for a little while, go do something else, and then come back to the game, you'll find yourself set back quite a portion of the game. And it's really annoying. Uh, so it's like one of those things where if you're going to play it, then try and get it done all at once. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, at least do a bit that you're pretty sure that's a solid chunk of what that game, what that part is. Um, otherwise, you're going to reset, be reset quite a ways. Now, other than that, I would say I, there, there's a lot of stuff I like uh, what the game does. Um, you know, there's a chance where you get like a little robot companion that's a bit like a dog. There's a chance to use some of the machines that you see throughout the world and they become integral to puzzles. Um, and, you know, using these really kind of dangerous traps to destroy other dangerous traps. All that's great where Black Fall really, really massively fucks up and becomes a really not fun game is that it has these platforming sections that are kind of a nightmare. And if you can imagine um, the same kind of physics that you get in, with inside, but having to do a ton of platforming with that, that's what you get with Black Fall. Um, this sounds like just, a very unpleasant game. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not. Like, it's, it's, and that's like the frustrating thing. Like, and I think if they didn't have the platforming everything else would be a lot more forgivable like if you're going to if you're going to sit in and play a puzzle game uh you could be ready to be stuck on a puzzle and be frustrated by a puzzle i think it gets a lot more frustrating when you include uh platforming that just feels frankly unnecessary um and and frankly not very creative um and a lot of platforming that's designed to kind of flat out kill you i i, I think smart game design and this kind of takes you back to Sonic a little bit, is you could see the pitfalls coming up and appropriately avoid them. And it feels more like it's kind of your fault if that happens. Inside, I'm, I'm sorry, Black Ball doesn't have a lot of that. Uh, sometimes you're going to start platforming, and then there will just be a death trap there. And all you can do is learn by dying. And I think that's what makes it so fucking frustrating. Um, yeah, and you look at, like, if they're, if they're emulating games like Limbo or, or Inside, those barely have any platforming for the most part. Like yeah, a they, very, very small rudimentary amount. They they barely have any platforming. And then I feel like it's exactly what I'm saying. Um, uh, even with traditional platformers where if there's like a death trap, if you're about to die, you can see it coming and y- it gives you ample time to react. It's not one of those things where you have to die in order to learn the lesson. Um, so I don't know. I you know and and like I said other than that it's 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 um it's fun I did like I did enjoy the puzzles I did enjoy the use of like machines and technology there's um uh you know everyone's kind of like a worker and and while they're not mindless like the characters in, inside you could use a little tool to point them to uh, use equipment because you know a ton of negative reinforcement has taught them that's how they're supposed to use that your little robot dog thing that you get for a small section of it is is uh, fun. Um, tricking the little metal gears that are running around is great. Using the turrets is great. Um, and I, I feel like there are very, very light elements of Inside and Abe's Odyssey um, that made it a more enjoyable game. But it just, it just, you know, it just holds itself back from being great. And that's kind of all I'd say on it. Like, it's, it's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, like, uh, Soviet communist imagery throughout the game. Um, the game is kind of in the midst you're kind of uh, the first worker to revolt but as you go along 
things really start to fall apart for this communist regime and all that kind of stuff. And it's all it's all neat in a kind of, um, you know, dystopian <clears throat> Cold War alternate future kind of way. It's just, you know, it's just I, it sticks there kind of in the middle. It's the average, maybe even slightly below average by our standards. Well, I was going to make a snide comment about how I couldn't believe that someone got you to play a platformer. But that, then I remembered that I literally spent the first 15 minutes of this podcast praising one. So I guess I don't have any I don't have any well, I, uh, real leg to stand on there. But see, the thing is, like when I bought Sonic, I expected a, a platformer. I, when I bought Black Fall, I did not expect a platformer. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, it also and, like a very good platformer. He, it's, it's yeah not. it just looking at screenshots it looks incredibly derivative of it limbo looks, it looks and, really really like like diet limbo right like it, yeah it has yeah a, like they just that's just all, all they took from that yeah. which maybe that's not all there is but man is it similar it's, in, it's, it's, it's pretty egregious is it similar in length like four hours or so it's yeah it's, I, I i think um so that's the other thing that I love about Limbo and Inside is they really don't overstay their welcome. Like they're... yeah, it's like it's about it's about. I think you're going to finish it in about two to four hours. Okay, so it's it is pretty it is pretty short. Um, Fuck this guy who reviewed it played it for forty six hours. Oh wow! Okay, he's a sick degenerate. <laughs> uh, he must have really loved the game then. Someone needs or to you... find this man. He shouldn't be on the streets. <laughs> Yeah. So, solo recommendation then. I mean, I, I I think if you're for some reason really fucking hurting for a new one of those because it is basically those two games, um, then sure go for it. Other than that, you don't really have to bother. It's it's there's nothing like mind blowing. There's nothing amazing. Even kind of the little storyline that's there. Um, while I like what they do, and while I like a lot of the bitch shows, it's very predictable, and it's kind of what you would expect would happen. Like at least with Inside, even if you hate it, how it ended, it's not how you what you expect it would happen. Um, yes, yeah, with this, you know, with Black the Fall is very much what you would expect. So, all right, well, uh, there you go. So if you're, I guess, desperate for that type of game, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I hear another world is a lot like uh, a lot like inside uh, and those games, so maybe go check that out instead. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Like I said, again, it's it's got its uh, little unique things. I think I think the best part of it was your little um, robot buddy that you got. Like I, I feel like had there been less platforming and more of your little spider robot dog thing, that would have been awesome. Um, have they known their streaks and and just not you know use those physics those kind of a um, almost ragdoll type physics to make a platforming game because it's not fun mm-hmm. <laughs> at all not even remotely yeah um, but the innovations that they have in there are great and I really just wish they had a lot more of it so all right well that's just a good juxtaposition a good platforming game to start a not so good platforming game to finish. <laughs> All right, well, any other thoughts on that or anything else you guys want to say? Not really. All right. Good to talk to everybody again. Easy enough. 
Uh, well, let me just say really quickly that uh, if you're not already, you can go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at The Enemy Slime on both of those services. Go check us out on iTunes. Give us a rating. Subscribe to us. That would be fantastic. And uh, I think with that, we are probably out. I got a current amiibo from Japan, and the Japanese sent me a thank you note, so that was nice. And thank you to the Japanese people.